Welcome to today's podcast for August the 5th. We're going to be reading Jesus Calling and Jesus Today. Let us open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay, Anna here is going to be reading us. Go ahead, please. So, um, in this world of increasing electronic surveillance, privacy can be hard to come by. Safe places are also in short supply. So when you feel uh, surrounded by trouble, remember this. I am your hiding place. Call out to me and I will protect you from trouble. I will even surround you with songs of deliverance. One of the best ways to draw upon my strength is to sing praises to me. I actually dwell in the praises of my people. So when problems are weighing heavily upon you, break free by worshiping me in songs, in shouts, even in whispers. These sacred acclamations decimate the darkness and invite me into your awareness, brightening the atmosphere around you. Problems fade into the background while you are engaged in worshiping me. Awareness of my presence strengthens you and fills you with joy. When you praise me in the midst of a hard day, both you and I are blessed. I come near and I hide you in the secret place of my presence. And the scriptures say, Rescue me from my enemies, O Lord, for I hide myself in you. Psalm 143, 9. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Psalm 32, 7. You are holy, O you who dwell in the holy place where the praises of Israel are offered. Psalm 22, 3. You shall hide them in the secret place of your presence from the plots of man. You shall keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Psalm 31, 20. Very good. Thank you very much, Anna. That was from Jesus Today, Sarah Young. And remember, in the beginning it says... In this world of increased electronics, surveillance, privacy can be hard to come by. Yeah, in a family full of people and things happening and everybody has agendas, you know, um, everybody's got their things, you know, it's hard to find a corner. But thank God for these, these 10 minutes we have here. Our next reading is from Jesus Calling, August the 5th. It says, sit quietly in my presence while I bless you. Make your mind like a still pool of water, ready to receive whatever thoughts I drop into it. Rest in my sufficiency as you consider the challenges this day presents. Do not wear yourself out by worrying about whether you can cope with the pressures. Keep looking at me and communicate with me as we walk through this day together. Take time to rest by the wayside. For I am not in a hurry. I leisurely pace accomplishes more than hurried striving. When you rush, you forget who you are and who you are. Who you are. 
whose you are. Remember that you are royalty in my kingdom. And the scripture for that is Peter 2.9, Romans 8.16-17, and Psalms 37.7. All right, thank you so much for listening. And rest is the key to peace. Amen. Amen. It's amazing. He said, God said to think of a pool calmly or a river that's calm, and then God will drop a thought in it. And then if you think on that thought, whatever the thought is, say it's a, it's a new pickup truck or Hawaii, God will drop that in there. All you got to do is meditate it. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. Have a great time. Take care. Amen. Reading for today in uh, Jesus Today is uh, I opened it up randomly to page, let's see, page 208 in the book. Okay, thank you very much for being part of this uh, reading and then listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance and give you peace. May he establish you in every which way. May he continue to be your Lord and your Savior. Now and forever. Peace be unto you. The peace of Jesus right on you. Amen. That's my prayer for you. Page 208 says, I, the sovereign Lord, am your strength. You are keenly aware of your weakness. You know that your strength is insufficient to handle the many challenges you face. Though this feels uncomfortable, it is actually a very blessed place to be. Awareness of your neediness can help you keep turning to me, letting me supply all you your need according to my riches and glory. When your energy is running low, connect with me, your strength. Sometimes I pour abundant energy into you as you spend time in my presence. At other times, I energize you only bit by bit, giving you just enough strength to keep moving slowly forward. Although the abundant provision is more dramatic and satisfying, do not be discouraged. When I choose to give you strength, sufficient only for the moment, this may be my way of keeping you ever so close to me and your life path leaning on me. This closeness help you hear my whisper, telling you of my delight in you. To hear these whispers clearly, you must trust that I, the Sovereign Lord, am in charge of your life and that your journey, though difficult, is full of blessings. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to go on the heights. Habakkuk 3.19 my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19 
Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Psalms 96.6 and 7. It's interesting that it says, Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of nations. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. It sounds like we're to to write his scribes, scribble. We're to write his promises to us, especially this one. Psalm 96, 6 and 7. Writing, I am, you know, I am ascribing to the Lord glory and strength over and over again and then saying because he has all splendor and majesty are before him strength and glory are in his sanctuary ascribing to the lord so it touches our soul for an hour of this will never be the chance the same we will see his glory his majesty we'll see his word take off from the ground of our hearts i think that's the way it works in in ascribing to the Lord. If any of you have any insight on it, much appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Bless your enemies. Say often, God bless any of whom you find in disharmony with you or whom you desire to help. Say willingly that showers of blessings and joy and success might fall upon them. Leave to me the necessary correction or training. You must only desire joy and blessings for them. At present, your prayers are that that they should be taught and corrected. At present, your prayers are that they should be taught and corrected. Oh, if my children will leave my work to me and occupy themselves with the task I give them, Love, 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 love will break down all your difficulties. Love will build up all your successes. God, the destroyer of evil, God, the creator of good, is love. To love one another is to use God in your life. To use God in your life is to bring into manifestation all harmony, beauty, joy, and happiness. In other words, you say, say it this way. Try saying, God bless you, him or her, of anything whom, of anyone who is in disharmony with you, of anyone who is in disharmony with you. Also say it of those who are in trouble through their own fault. Say it will willingly that showers of blessings may fall upon them. Let God do the blessing. Leave to God the necessary correction or discipline. You should only desire blessings for them. Leave God's work to God. Occupy yourself with the task of how He gives you to do. God's blessings will, all, will also break down all your own difficulties and build up your successes. Again, God says to us, 
Say often, God bless those of whom you find it in disharmony with you or whom you desire to help. Say it willingly that showers of blessings and joy, success may fall upon them. Leave to me the necessary correction or training. You, you must only desire joy and blessings for them. At present, your prayers are that they should be taught and corrected. Oh, if my children will leave my works to me and occupy themselves with the task I give them, love, 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 love will break down all your difficulties. Love will build up all your successes. God, the destroyer of evil, God, the creator of good, is love. To love one another is to use God in your life. To use God in your life is to bring you, bring into manifestation all harmony, beauty, and happiness. Never doubt. Have no fear. Watch the faintest tremor of fear and stop all work, everything, and rest before me until you are joyful and strong again. Deal in the same way with all tired feelings. I was worried too when on earth and I separated myself from my disciples and sat and rested on the well. Rested and then it was that the Samaritan woman was helped. I had to teach renewal of spirit, force rest of body to my disciples. Then as your example, I lay with my head on a pillow asleep in the boat. I was not as they thought indifference. They tried Master, carest thou not that we perish? And I had to teach them that ceaseless activity was not part of my Father's plan. When Paul said, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me, he did not mean that he was to do all things and then rely on me to find strength. He meant that for all I told him to do, he could rely on my supplying the strength. My work in the world has been hindered by work, work, work. Many a tireless, nervous body has driven a spirit. The spirit should be the master always and just simply and naturally use the body as needed should arise. Rest in me. Do not seek to work for me. Never make opportunities. Live with me and for me. I do the work. I make the opportunities. The word of the Lord. Welcome to today's reading. We're going to be reading uh, God Calling by A.J.L. Russell. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read a few excerpts from it and I'm going to enjoy them I hope you do too one of them is called complain not but laugh this is the Lord Jesus talking now he says to us trust in me do as I say each moment and all indeed shall be well follow out my commands Divine control, unquestioning obedience, these are the only conditions of supply being ample for your own needs and those of others. Again, follow out my commands. Divine control, unquestioning obedience. Okay, there you go, three things. 
These are the only conditions of supply being ample for your own needs and others. This is how you open the conduit. The task I set you may have seemingly no connection with supply, okay? The commands are mine and the supply is mine and I make my own conditions. This is God talking. Differing in each case, but in the case of each disciple adapted to the individual need. Have no fear. Go forward. Joy. Radiant joy must be yours. Change all disappointment, even if only momentary, into joy. Change each complaint into laughter. Rest, love, joy, peace, work, and the most powerful of these are love and joy. Have no fear. Go forward. Joy, radiant joy, must be yours. Change all disappointment even if only momentarily, into joy. Change each complaint into laughter. Rest, love, joy, peace, work. And the most powerful of these are love and joy. Okay, I'm Fernando, and how do I, how do I accomplish this? Give me the formula, and I will follow the commands. Give me the divine control, and I will follow it. Give me the unquestioning obedience. These are the only conditions of supply. Okay, I want to qualify. I want to start the supplies to flow to others and to myself. So here's how, folks. Reading 1 John 1 through 5 for a year out, out loud. Did you hear me? Reading 1 John 1 through five chapters, five chapters, about 15 minutes, out loud for a year. Record them. Record them on your phone. Record them on your apparatus. So every time you can't, when you're brushing your teeth, you're hearing your, your readings. And it says right here, these are the only conditions of supply being ample for your own needs and those of others. The task I set you may have seemingly no connection with supply. After you read that, you, you'll see, it says that there's no connection with supply here. If I keep reading John, love God, love others, let go. You know, John seems to say the same thing over and over again. As a matter of fact, it says the word God 48 times on the New King James Version. So, it says right here, the task I set you may have seemingly no connection with supply. The commands are mine, and the supply is mine, and I make my own conditions, said Jesus, not you. Isn't that amazing how we put Jesus on the unconditional? You got to answer this, Lord, or I prayed for that, so you have to do this. Now, God is telling us to soften the problems and the situations in your life is to read God's word out loud daily. Okay, check this out. I'm going to say, and to thank God for the difficulty and to telling God you only want to be joyful with him. Say, God, I thank you for today's difficulty. I only want to be joyful with you. I only want to be joyful with you. That's your daily uh, 
how to get out. It's how to make a choice. They'll all have rest, love, joy, and peace, and work. So my obedience to follow these commands, and and I'll have divine control when I thank God for my difficulties. That is having divine control, meaning God is directing me to do that. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, In all things give thanks to God, for this is the will concerning you in Jesus Christ. What is he saying? It says, Be obedient and give thanks for all things. Give thanks that someday you're going to die. Give thanks that you're not bright enough to understand that. Give thanks that you think it's all about me and my conditions and my feelings and my self-pity and me, 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 me. Give thanks that you're an emotional cripple. Give thanks when people offend you. It could be the hand of God trying to rough you up and get you out of your comfort zone so you can go read like you said you would. Oh, yeah, I'll do everything, but after this show, I'll read, but let me watch my show. I cannot take 15 minutes of my day and read First John so I can have a better and greater easy life. No, no, I got to watch. We want to get in the habit of turning the will of God on through obedience. I love you. God bless you. I hope this helps. It helped me exercise and thank God. I thank God that I'm a knucklehead. I thank God that I am stubborn. I thank God that I am lazy. I thank you, God. You take care now. God bless you. Good morning. Welcome to today's reading. Let us pray. Let us open it up with a prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. March 12th, Jesus Calling, Sarah Young. Waiting, trusting, and hoping are intricately connected like golden strands interwoven to a form a strong chain. Trusting is the central stand because it is the response from my children that I desire the most. Waiting and hoping embellishes the central strand and strengthens the chain that connects you to me. Waiting for me to work with your eyes on me is evidence that you really do trust me. If you, if you mouth the words, I trust you, while actually it's trying to make things go your way, your words ring hollow. Hoping is future-directed, connecting you to your inheritance in heaven. However, the benefits of hope fall fully on you in the present. Because you are mine, you don't pass time in your waiting. Because you are mine, you don't just pass time in your waiting. You can wait expectantly in hopeful trust. Keep your antenna out to pick up even the faintest glimmer of my presence. That's what I always tell my buddies, is to keep your antennas up. God is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Amen. 
Keep that expectancy, hope alive and well in the present tense. Amen. And we do that by filling up with the Word of God for the day. Man, I've been reading since uh, before 5 a.m. And it's 6.40 now. Woo, give me a pat on the back. Woo-hoo. I have some good days and then some not so good days. Today is a good day. Thank you, God. Thank God for Friday. Okay, the next book is Jesus Today, Sarah Young. But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because you are called an outcast, Zion for whom no one cares. Jeremiah thirty seventeen. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Ephesians 3.20 Notice that the power that works in us is our hope, our faith, our believing, our expectancy, our antenna. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Ephesians 3.20 I tell you, he will see that they get justice. And quickly, however, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Luke 18.1-8 I tell you, he will see that they get justice. And quickly, however, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? For everyone who asks and keeps on asking receives, and he who seeks and keeps on seeking finds. And to him who knocks and keeps on knocking, the door shall be opened. Luke 11.10 I will restore you to health and heal your wounds. I am with you, within you, all around you. Continue your work in your life. When your awareness of me grows dim, my presence continues to shine brightly upon you. This light has immense healing power, so dare to ask great things of me, remembering who I am. I am able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think. Pondering my limitless ability to help you will strengthen your faith and encourage you to pray boldly. Praying in my name with perseverance can accomplish great things. Learn from the parable of the persistent widow who refused to give up. She kept bringing her petitions to a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men. Eventually, her persistence wore him down, and he gave her what she sought. How much more will I respond to my children who cry out to me day and night? Though you may have to wait a long time, do not give up. For everyone who asks and keeps on asking receives, and he who seeks and keeps on seeking finds. Amen. The word of the Lord. May God be with you. Go in peace. Give them heaven. Hey guys, welcome to today's reading. Jesus Calling, March the 2nd. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the written word. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that you gave us. 
Lord, open our hearts and our minds that we may hear instructions and we may hear what you're saying to the church. We give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you like to read that? March 2nd, please. Okay, March 2nd. I am the resurrection and the life. I just heard that this morning. Wow. All lasting life emanates from me. People search for life in many wrong ways, chasing after fleeting pleasures, accumulating possessions and wealth, trying to deny the inevitable effects of aging. Meanwhile, I freely offer abundant life to everyone who turns towards me. As you come to me and take my yoke upon you, I fill you with my very life. This is how I choose to live in the world and accomplish my purposes. This is also how I bless you with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. The joy is mine and the glory is mine, but I bestow them on you as you live in my presence. Inviting me to fully, to live fully in you. John chapter 11, 25 and Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 29. 1 Peter 1, 8 to 9. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very much, very much. Just like Elvis Presley. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, that's what I do. You get close enough to me and you'll have to read something. Okay. All right, let me read it again because that was just... Uh... I got it. You got it? Thank you. Yeah. I am the resurrection and the life. All lasting life emanates from me. People search for life in many wrong ways, chasing after fleeing pleasures. Accumulating possessions and wealth, trying to deny the inedible effects of aging. Meanwhile, I freely offer abundant life to everyone who turns towards me. As you come to me and take my yoke upon you, I fill you with my very life. This is how I choose to live in the world and accomplish my purposes. How? I fill you with my very life. As you come to me and take my yoke upon you, I choose to live in the world and accomplish things, accomplish my purposes. This is how I bless you with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. The joy is mine and the glory is mine, but I bestow them on you as you live in my presence, inviting me to live fully in you. March 1st. When something in your life or thoughts make you anxious, come to me and talk about it. Bring me your prayer and petition with thanksgiving, saying, Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to trust you more. Though the lessons of trust that I sent to you come wrapped in difficulties, the benefits far outweigh the cost. Well-developed trust will bring you many blessings, not the least of which is my peace. I have promised to keep you in perfect peace to the extent that you trust in me. The world has it backwards, teaching that peace is the result of having enough money, possessions, insurance, and security systems. My peace, however, is such an all-encompassing gift that it is independent of all circumstances. Though you lose everything else, if you gain my peace, you are rich indeed. Amen to that. Okay, uh, we're going backwards a little bit. Take advantage of uh, the days past. In John 10, 4, it says, When he has brought out all his own, 
He goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Amen. When Jesus is bringing out his own, when he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them. We follow, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Amen. February 29th. You are on the right path. Listen more to me unless, unless to your doubts. I am leading you along the way I designed just for you. Therefore, it is a lonely way, humanly speaking, but I go before you as well as alongside you. So you are never alone. Do not expect anyone to understand fully my ways with you any more than you can comprehend my dealings with others. I am re revealing to you the path of life day by day and moment by moment. As I said to my disciple Peter, so I repeat to you, follow me. Amen. February 28th. Stop judging and evaluating yourself. For this is not your role. Stop judging and evaluating yourself. Above all, stop comparing yourself with other people. This produces feeling of pride or inferiority. Sometimes a mixture of both. I lead each of my children along a path that is uniquely tailored for him or her. Comparing is not only wrong, it is also meaningless. Don't look for affirmations in the wrong places. Your own evaluations are those of other people. The only source of real affirmation is my unconditional love. Many believers perceive me as an unpleasable judge, angrily searching out their faults and failures. Nothing can be farther than the truth, from the truth. I died for your sins so that I may clothe you in my garments of salvation. This is how I see you radiant in my robe of righteousness. When I discipline you, it is never in anger or disgust. It is to prepare you for face-to-face -face fellowship with me throughout all eternity. Immerse yourself in my loving presence. Be receptive to my affirmation, which flows continually from the throne of grace. Keep your eyes on me. February 27. Waves of adversity are washing over you and you feel tempted to give up. As your circumstance consumes more and more of your attention, you are losing sight of me. So I am with you always. Holding you by your right hand, I am fully aware of your situation and I will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able to bear. Your gravest danger is worrying about tomorrow. If you try to carry tomorrow's burdens today, you will stagger under the load and eventually fall flat. You must discipline yourself to live within the boundaries of today. It is in the present moment that I walk close to you, helping you carry your burdens. Keep your focus in my presence in the present. February 26, I am learning, I am leading you step by step through your life. Hold my hand in trust and dependence. 
Letting me guide you through this day. Your future looks uncertain and feels flimsy, even precarious. This is how it should be. Secret things belong to the Lord, and future things are secret things. When you try to figure out the future, you are grasping at things that are mine. This, like all forms of worry, is an act of rebellion, doubting my promises to carry for, care for you. I am leading you step by step through your life. Hold my hand in trusting dependence, letting me guide you through this day. Whenever you find yourself worrying about the future, repent and return to me. I will show you the next step forward and the one after that and the one after that. Relax and enjoy the journey in my presence trusting me to open up the way before you go, as you go. February 25, rest in my presence, allowing me to take charge of this day. Do not bolt into the day like a racehorse suddenly released. Instead, walk purposely with me, letting me direct your course one step at a time. Thank me for each blessing along the way. This brings joy to both you and me. A grateful heart protects you from negative thinking. Thankfulness enables you to see the abundance I shower upon you daily. Your prayers and petitions are winged into heaven's throne from when they are permeated with thanksgiving. In everything give thanks, for this is my will for you. Be still in the light of my presence. While I communicate love to you, there is no force in the universe as powerful as my love. You are constantly aware of my limitations, your own and others. But there is no limit to my love. It fills all of space, time, and eternity. Now you see through a glass darkly, but someday you will see me face to face. Then you will be able to experience fully how wide and how long and high and deep is my love for you. If you were to experience that now, you would be overwhelmed to the point of feeling crushed. But you have an eternity ahead of you, absolutely guaranteed, during which you can enjoy my presence in unrestricted ecstasy. For now, the knowledge of my loving presence is sufficient for you to carry you through the, each day. Be still in the light of my presence while I communicate love to you. Be still. February 23. Be on guard against the pit of self-pity. When you are weary or unwell, this dynamic trap is the greatest danger you face. Don't even go near the edge of the pit. It edges crumbles easily, and before you know it, you're on the way down. It is ever so much harder to get out of the pit than to keep a safe distance from it. That is why I tell you, be on guard. There are several ways to protect yourself from self-pity. When you are occupied with praising and thanking me, it is impossible to feel sorry for yourself. Also, the closer you live to me, the more distance there is between you and the pit. The more distance there is between you and the pit, 
Live in the light of my presence by fixing your eyes on me. Then you will be able to run with endurance the race that is set before you without stumbling or falling. February 22nd. You need me every moment. Your awareness of your constant need for me is your greatest strength. Your neediness properly handled is a link to my presence. However, there are pitfalls that you must be on guard against. Self-pity, self-preoccupation, giving up. Your inadequacy presents you with a continual choice. Deep dependence on me or despair. The emptiness you feel within will be filled either with problems or with my presence. Make me central in your consciousness by praying continually. Simple, short prayers flowing out of the present moment. Use my name liberally to remind you of my presence. Keep on asking and you will receive so that your gladness may be full and complete. And this is the last one, February 21st. Trust and thankfulness will get you safely through this day. Trust protects you from worrying and obsessing. Thankfulness keeps you from criticizing and complaining those sister sins that so easily entangle you. Keep your eyes on me is the same thing as trusting me. It is a free choice that you must make thousands of times daily. The more you choose to trust me, the easier it becomes. Though patterns of trust become etched in your brain, relegate troubles to the periphery of your mind so that I can be central in your thoughts. Thus, you focus on me and trusting your concerns into my ears. Welcome to today's reading. I'm going to head and read uh, Jesus Calling for Today, March the 3rd. Let's go ahead and open it with a moment of silence, followed by the... Uh, what prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. March 3rd. I love you for who you are, not for what you do. Many voices be for control of your mind especially when you sit in silence. You must learn to discern what is my voice and what is not. Ask my spirit to give you this discernment. Many of my children run around in circles, trying to obey the various voices directing their lives. This results in fragmented, frustrating patterns of living. Do not fall into this trap. Walk closely with me each moment, listening for my directives, and enjoying my companionship. Refuse to let other voices tie up 
you up in knots. My sheep hear my voice and follow me wherever I lead. Amen to that. Jesus today. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. Psalms 92, 1 through 2. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. Psalm 62, 8. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Philippians 4:12 If you want excuse me I want you to learn the secret of being content in any in every situation Contentment training is a challenging process if is learned through enduring a wide range of difficulties It is learned through through enduring a wide range of difficulties you thought you were fairly advanced in this training, but then the circumstances in your life got harder. On some days, you are able to cope well with your hardship. On other days, you just want out. I'm here to help you with your other days. Begin by acknowledging how frustrated and upset you are feeling. Pour out your heart to me. Simply release your pent-up feelings. Does you a world of good. Simply releasing your pent-up feelings release you, releasing uh, feelings does you a world of good. Knowing that I hear and understand and encourage you even more. Ask me also to increase your awareness of my presence with you. Continue talking to me and listening in the depths of your spirit for my response. Cling to helpful scriptures, bathe your mind and heart in them. Finally, sing praises to me. This will lift up your spirits like nothing else. It is good to sing praises to my name, to declare my loving kindness in the morning and my faithfulness every night. Let's go ahead and open this moment of silence, this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. It works. Aha, don't go anywhere. We haven't done the readings. Sorry. Got my meetings crossed here. I'm Fernando, your host. Okay, February the 20th for Jesus Calling. Learn to live from your true center in me. I reside in the deepest depths of your being. in eternal union with your spirit. It is at this deep level that my peace 
reigns continually. You will not find lasting peace in the world around you, in circumstances or in human relationships. The external world is always in flux under the curse of death and decay. But there is a gold mine of peace deep within you, waiting to be tapped, taking time to de delve into the riches of my residence, residing presence. I want you to live increasingly from your real center where my love has an eternal grip on you. I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. That the Holy Spirit pulled that from Colossians 3.15 and Colossians 1.27. Colossians is a wonderful book for our benefits, our rights to exercise and put in the spark plug. You know, our reading is a spark plug to get the love of God going in us. And then from there on, we're just singing songs, thanking Him and praising Him. That's our, our willingness to acknowledge the Lord God, and He will surely come. He will come as the sun rises. The Lord will come when we acknowledge Him as the, the latter and the spring rains come. He will come. Okay, our second book is Jesus Today. And... Open randomly to pages 76 and 77. It says, The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you. Fight your battles. You need only to be still. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. Psalms 46, 10. And you say to yourself, I said to myself, well, how is the Lord going to, it doesn't seem to be working. I'm praying for the individual, and they're still attacking me verbally. I heard God tell me today at the uh, study meeting where the person was attacking, um, going off topic, taking a long time, and just complaining, complaining. I said, the Lord said to me, I will fight your battles. You only to be still. He says, I am causing his, the person's own words to incriminate them. I am letting the person's own words to incriminate them. You know, that stands for reason. In the book of Psalms, it says, uh, King David says the same thing. Let their own cursing and words come upon them. For they love to curse and offend. Let, let it turn and get them. So that's what the Lord told me. So that gave me hope. Um, I pray, you know, when you put them in the hands, you put a person in the hands of a vengeful God, just sit back and watch. Just don't be part of it. Don't judge. Don't complain. Don't say anything. Just say, thank you, God. That we're all different flowers, different plants. Some of us are porcupines, and some of us are palm trees. The, the mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. Romans 8, 6. 
He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Psalms 91.1 I will fight for you. You need only to be still. I know how weary you are, my child. You have been struggling just to keep your head above water, and your strength is running low. Now is the time for you to stop striving and let me fight for you. I know this is not easy for you to do. You feel as if you must keep struggling in order to survive, but I am calling you to rest in me. I am working on your behalf, so be still and know that I am God. Quieting your body is somewhat challenging for you, but stilling your mind may often seem downright impossible. In your striving to feel secure, you have to rely too heavily on your own thinking. The struggle to be in control has elevated your mind to a position of autonomy. So you need the intervention of the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to control your mind more and more, soothing you from the inside out, taking time to rest in the shadow of the Almighty while I fight for you. Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray out. Lord, you're the shepherd of our enemies. They shall not want. You make them lie down in green pastures, and you lead them besides the still waters. You restore their souls. You lead them in paths of righteousness for your namesake. Yes, though they walk through this valley of the shadow of death, they will fear no evil, for you are right beside them. Your rod and your staff, they comfort them. You have prepared the table before them in the presence of your enemies. You have anointed their head with oil. Their cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow our enemies all the days of their lives. And they will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen and amen. God bless our enemies. You know, we've done a righteous act. We did all that we can do. Give our enemies the benefit of the doubt. Now, let's get out of the way and watch the parade go by. <laughs> Thank you, God. It's in your hands. We turn it over. Take care now. Give them heaven. Relax. Give them heaven. Welcome to today's podcast, Jesus Today and Jesus Calling. Let's pray. Father God, you have said where two or three are gathered together, you will be in the midst of us. Jesus Christ, we ask you to fix us. Fix us in the midst, Lord, and make us well. Spirit, soul, and body, Lord. Heal our feet, our minds, and our hearts. Restore us unto the glory that our Father has designed for us. Let there be glory, restoration, and healing. We declare it, and we claim it, and we ask you for it. In your name we pray. And all of God's people say, Amen. Welcome in today's podcast, we're going to be reading uh, Psalm 49:19 on Jesus today. Please go out there and get your books and give them away, just like we did. 
In the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comforts delight my soul. Psalm 94, 19. John 16, 22 says, Therefore you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you. John 16, 22. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Matthew 11, 28, 29. Let my comforts delight your soul. The world presents you with a multitude of anxieties, too numerous for you to count. Everywhere you turn, you see problems and trouble. In the midst of this mess, look to me for help. Whisper my name, Jesus, thus reactivating your awareness of my presence. Your perspective changes dramatically as my presence comes into the screen of your consciousness, lighting up your worldview. My comforts can soothe your troubled heart and delight your soul. If the world were perfect, you would never experience the pleasure of receiving comfort from me. Instead of letting your problems discourage you, use them as reminders to seek me, my presence, my peace, my love. These invisible realities are available to you anytime, any place, and they provide joy that no one can take away from you. So come to me when you are weary and burdened. I will provide rest for your souls. Jesus calling. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Ever since the resurrection, this has been my watchword to those who yearn for me. As you sit quietly, let my peace settle over you and unfold you in my loving presence. To provide this radiant peace for you, I died a criminal's death. Receive my peace abundantly and thankfully. It is a rare treasure, dazzling in delicate beauty, yet strong enough to withstand all onslaughts. 
wear my peace with regal dignity, I will keep your heart and mind close to me. To provide this radiant peace, I died a criminal's death. Receive my peace abundantly and thankfully. It is a rare treasure. Dazzling in delicate beauty, yet strong enough to withstand all onslaughts. Wear my peace with regal dignity. It will keep your heart and mind close to me. John 20, 19 and John 14, 27. Welcome to today's reading. February 11th. We'll be starting off with... Um, Jesus Calling. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good morning. My peace is like a shaft of golden light shining on you continuously. During days of bright sunshine, it may blend in with your surroundings. On darker days, my peace stands out in sharp contrast to your circumstances. See, times of darkness as opportunities for my light to shine in transcendent splendor. I am training you to practice peace that overpowers darkness. Collaborate with me in this training. Do not grow, go, do not grow weary and lose heart. Okay, Jesus for today. Jesus today, random reading. The Lord, excuse me, the Lord will fight for you. <clears throat> Need only be to be still, Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Wow. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth, Psalms 46, 10. The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. Romans 8, 6. <clears throat> he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Psalm 91, 1. I will fight for you. You need only to be still. I know how weary you are, my child. You have been struggling just to keep your head above water, and your strength is running low. Now is the time for you to stop striving and let me fight for you. I know this is not easy for you to do. You feel as if you must keep struggling in order to survive. But I am calling you to rest in me. I am working on your behalf, so be still and know that I am God. Quieting your body is somewhat challenging for you, but stealing your mind may offend, seem downright impossible. 
Now, excuse me, but stealing your mind may often seem downright impossible. In your striving to feel secure, you have relied too heavily on your own thinking. This struggle to be in control has elevated your mind to a position of autonomy. So you need the intervention of the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to control your mind more and more, soothing you from the inside out. Take time to rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Well, I fight for you, saith the Lord. Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Keep coming back. Have a great day. Welcome to today's Sunday podcast, February the 7th. Our first book for today would be Jesus Calling. And it's going to be awesome. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Father God, we thank you for today's reading. Uh, We ask you to take us to the next level, Lord. Lord, we're grateful, Lord, that we have eyes to see, ears to hear what you are telling us today in the Spirit. Confirm your word with us, Lord. You are a confirming God. With two or three witnesses, your will is established. Establish our way with two, three witnesses that we may know, Lord, and write down your dictates. Just like your, your son, Benjamin Franklin, would pray. He would say, Bountiful Father, Merciful Guide, Powerful Goodness, Please dictate to me my truest interest and strengthen my resolutions to perform what the Spirit dictates. Please accept my kind offices and services to your other children as the only way to pay back for my your continued favors to me. Amen. Man, what a prayer. That hits us over the top for me, folks. You know, it's a river. It's a big, giant river. Continuing blessings, miracles, uh, and distribution centers for helping others like this right here. This distribution center, this podcast, this anchor people that put this up, God bless them. God bless them. And God bless the, uh, the the people that have waited on God to receive messages from God, and then they write them down for us. Like this one from Sarah Young. Jesus Calling. Make sure you get your copy. And give many away. February the 7th. Jesus talks to us, says, Come to me for rest and refreshment. The journey has been too much for you, and you are bone weary. Do not be ashamed of your exhaustion. Instead, see it as an opportunity for me to take charge of your life. Again, see it as an opportunity for me to take charge of your life. Remember that I can fit everything into a pattern for good. 
including the things you wish were different. Start with where you are at this point in time and space, accepting that this is where I intend you to be. You will get through today one step, one moment at a time. Your main responsibility is to remain attentive to me, letting me guide you through the many choices along your pathway. This sounds like an easy assignment, but it is not. Your desire to live in my presence goes against the grain of the world, the flesh, and the devil. Much of your weariness results from your constant battle against these opponents. However, you are on the path of my choosing, so do not give up. Hope in me, for you will again praise me for the help of my presence. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful reading for today. And we're going to take a random, <clears throat> open the book of Jesus today and see what we in store. Okay, I open to page, or the reading of 133, and it says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Hebrews 10.23 that means let us prophesy the promises into the future, folks. Okay? Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promises is faithful. Doesn't matter what the symptoms and the, the reality is. We have to we proclaim the word of God and change those things with the word of God. That's how people succeed. So just because we've been lazy and we haven't worked it, that means that we we haven't tested it. So we get out there and do some testing. Prophesy. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, when you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Psalm 27, 7 through 8. Now, there's a prophecy, because he gave us a promise, right? Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. It says, when you, when you said, seek my face, my heart responded back to you saying, your face, Lord, I will seek. And that's exactly what we're doing this morning. Your face, Lord, we will seek. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he also will provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure. So I would say, I thank you, God, for this temptation. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Say it ten times. Maybe a, a chocolate, maybe an argument, maybe a purchase. You know, sign on the dotted line. Maybe the, cl the, the clip of a pornography. Maybe gambling, drinking. Say, I thank you for this temptation, Lord. you got to say it like that. I thank you for this temptation. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Say it over again. And let's say, for instance, that you didn't make it, that you fell. Okay? Then you go to, into the bathroom. You go into your closet. You go into your bedroom, and you say, Get on your knees and say, I thank you, God, that I'm a misfit. I missed the mark. I thank you, God, that I'm a misfit. I blew it. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Okay? 
And if you can't do that, it means you're full of pride, self-sufficiency, ego, arrogance, and unable to teach. You're unable to learn how to inject yourself with the right medicine. You're like an old doggy that you can't teach them new tricks, okay? Because you're here for a reason, a new way of living. Folks, this works. Get on your knees. Or if you're in the midst of a, of a sin that you know God is not, uh, and you've been avoiding it, it's simply just get on your knees and acknowledge the sin. I thank you, God, I'm a whoremonger. I thank you, God, I'm a pornographer. I thank you, God, I'm a drinker. I thank you, God, I'm a gambler. And they say, your face, Lord, I will seek. Okay? You're doing a sacrifice of praise with the truth, and you're putting the, tr- the, the problem on the altar, and guess what? You may fail 10 times, but you continue to make a commitment because you know it's the right thing to do, to lean forward to God and put it on the altar. It may be a kid, maybe a runaway kid, maybe a spouse that just bugs the heck out of you. Why did I do this? You know, just put it on the altar. I thank you, God, for this person. Um, your, your face, Lord, I will seek. There's your reward, folks. Your, your reward will come in many, many ways. First, your obedience, your love will grow. Second, uh, everyone will be blessed. Third, you will learn spiritual giant values. Fifth, you will, you will, you will be able to accumulate more knowledge and love and help, helping others. Exactly what I'm doing right now with you. I'm asking you to do it. Look, you've been on the road for many, many years, the same road, getting the same thing over and over again. They call that insanity, you know? All right, I'll get off the box. I'll get off my lowrider here. Okay, we're going to be reading today's according. It says, the Lord Jesus says, Hold unswervingly to the hope you profess, for I am faithful. Especially when many things are going wrong, all you can do is hold on to me. You would love to sort things out in your mind and take us and find a way to go forward. But often this is impossible. The best thing to do at such time is to seek my face and profess your hope. To profess hope is to affirm it openly. Your words matter. They make a difference, not only to other people, but also to you. They have a strong influence on your physical and emotional well-being. Negative words will pull you down. But when you openly affirm your hope and trust in me, you gain strength to move forward with confidence. The basis of this confidence is that I am faithful. Moreover, I will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to endure if you follow my instructions. I added that, if you follow my instructions. Sometimes the way of escape I provide is through your own words, such as, I trust you, Jesus, my hope is in you. This sort of affirmation helps you hold on to your hope unswervingly, persistently. Okay, that was Sarah calling. And let's go ahead and end it with a prayer, okay? Uh, Psalm 23 would be good for us this Sunday morning. 
I don't say it all the way properly. I say it with the first person. Please bear with me. Say it the way you like to say it. Okay, ready? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me besides the still waters. He restores my soul. The Lord leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for the Lord thy God is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. The Lord has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The Lord has anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy and loving kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Keep coming back. I love you. I love you. Reading from Jesus Calling and Jesus Today. Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful Christmas. God bless you. Force yourself to act enthusiastic and you will become enthusiastic. Generate a plan and a way for you to be excited about the small things and be grateful for the large things. Reading brings hope and honor and glory. Amen. And we'll be reading Jesus Calling today for December 22nd. It says, Come to me and rest in my presence as you ponder the majestic mystery of the Incarnation. Relax in my everlasting arms. I am the only person who was ever sired by the Holy Spirit. This is beyond your understanding. Instead of trying to comprehend my Incarnation intellectually, Learn from the example of the wise men. They followed the leading of a spectacular star, then fell down in humble worship when they found me. Praise and worship are the best response to the wonders of my being. Sing praises to my holy name. Gaze at me in silent adoration. Look for a star of guidance in your own life and be willing to follow wherever I lead. I am the light from on high that dawns upon you to guide your feet into the way of peace. Amen. And Jesus for today says, The scripture is, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of the nations in the promised land. For the Lord your God he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.6 Again, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Ephesians 1.18-19 says, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know 
the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. Psalms 147.11 The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and those who hope in his steadfast love. The Lord takes pleasure. Hope and courage go hand in hand when you are waiting, waiting, waiting for longed for answers to prayer. It takes courage to continue hoping in me, I the Lord. The world, the flesh, and the devil all tell you it's easier to just give up and give in to dull disappointments. In a sense, that is true. To keep praying with positive expectation requires a lot of effort and perseverance. Giving up is momentarily easier. However, a resign, I give up attitude is always hurtful in the long run. Often this leads to cynicism and eventually to despair. So it's well worth the effort to keep your hopefulness alive. Courage comes from the French word for heart. Since I live in your heart, you can call upon me to help you live courageously, facing adversity or danger with confidence and determination. I am well aware of your circumstances, and I take pleasure in helping you cope with them. So stand firm in my strength. Beloved, refusing to give in or give up. I take pleasure in you always, but especially when you are bravely hoping in my steadfast love. Praising and singing unto the Lord. The Lord uh, told me that he said, listen to the country and uh, Christian music, country and Western Christian music, where the where the singers start out declaring the works of Jesus. Huh, what a strange dream. Uh, To listen to the country western singers that start out their lyrics with the finished works of Jesus Christ. Amen. God is a minute. He ministers to us in ways that we need. When I listen to country and western uh, praise and worship, it opens up my heart, it meshes it, it makes it pliable. It feels like I'm singing in a choir. It It just feels really good. Opens up my heart. Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful day. Give them heaven. Greetings. We're going to be reading... Jesus today. That's reading Jesus today and Jesus calling from Sarah Young for today, Christmas Eve. Let's see, December 24th. I speak to you from the depths of eternity. Before the world was formed, I am. You hear me in the depths of your being where I have taken up residence. I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. I, your Lord and Savior, am alive within you. Learn to tune in to my living presence by seeking me in silence. 
As you celebrate the wonder of my birth in Bethlehem, celebrate also your rebirth into eternal life. This everlasting gift was the sole purpose of my entering your sin-stained world. Receive my gift with awe and humility. Take time to explore the vast dimensions of my love. Allow thankfulness to flow freely from your heart in response to my glorious gift. Let my peace rule in your heart and be thankful. Allow thankfulness to flow freely from your heart in response to my glorious gift. Let my peace rule in your heart and be thankful. Alrighty, and now Jesus today. Though you have made seen many troubles, many bitter, you will restore my life again. Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. You will increase my honor and comfort me once again. We must accept finite disappointment. We must never lose infinite hope. Martin Luther King Jr. It would be easier if he would ju- we would just jump over to, you will increase my honor and comfort me once again. You will restore my life again. I believe it's because we don't uh, seek the Lord enough or quality prayer and seeking the heavens like saying three our fathers in desperation early in the morning on our knees. That should hit God's heart and counsel. And with those kind of prayers and then about our reading, that should keep us safe from um, any harsh disciplines. You know what I mean? Reading the Psalms is beautiful because it keeps you in a place of kingdom safety. You see how much promises of kingdom availability and what God has done in the past, and it just lifts our imagination around us, keeps us safely. Amen. That's my experience. Not a fact. It's my experience. I mean, not a theory. It is my facts, what I experience. Here we go. Jesus today, I hope that makes sense, Sarah Young. The light that shines on in darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it. The light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has not overpowered it. Put it out or absorbed it or appropriated and is unreceptive to it. John 1, 5, Amplified. Trust in the Lord, trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart to Him, for God is our refuge. Psalm 62, 8. Take a ride in the car and just let it out. Whatever is troubling you, our Father can handle it. Do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God, without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, Philippians 2, 14 and 15. I am the light that shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it, and it never will. When multiple problems are closing in on you, the light of my presence may seem like a dim memory. If you are feeling distance from me, it's time for you to stop everything and pour out your heart to me. 
Carve out some time and space to talk with me about your problems and your feelings. Let me help you carry your burdens and show you the way forward. No matter how much darkness you see in the world around you, my light continues to shine on. For it is infinitely more powerful. Because you are my child, this light shines not only upon you, but also within you. You live in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, and this is the perfect backdrop for you to shine as light in the world. Take time to bask in my radiant presence. Let my bundless energy recharge your strength so you can blaze boldly in the darkness around you. Amen and amen. One more. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Proverbs 3, 5, Amplified. <clears throat> Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. Okay, this, For me, this is obedience. It says, do not rely on your own insight or understanding, wondering why the problem is happening. So we just praise the Lord and, and thank Him for the problem that is eating your lunch and confident in the Lord with all our heart. That's obedience and praising Him with all our strength and might, even though we don't understand. Or maybe we do understand why the, peop the evil is coming against us, but we just praise the Lord and give Him thanksgiving. <clears throat> Our, our attitude is to uh, seek Him and praise Him with all our heart. Amen. Obedience. Okay, moving on. Hebrews 2.10. <clears throat> it was fitting for Him for whom all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Hebrews 2.10. <clears throat> our light and monetary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory. For that overweighs them all, 2 Corinthians 4.17. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in me, Jesus. The more challenging your life circumstances, the more you need to affirm and lean on your confident trust in me. During difficult times, your natural tendency is to rely heavily on your own understanding. However, your human understanding is not up to this task. It will fail you time and time again. You have every reason to be confident in me. I am the creator and sustainer of the universe, and I am in charge of every aspect of your life. Because the world is in such a fallen condition, it may seem as if I am not in control. I could end all suffering instantly by destroying the earth and taking my children home, but I am waiting to bring many sons and daughters to glory. So take heart as you live in this broken world, Believing that my eternal purposes are being worked out through your difficulties. Your troubles are part of my majestic master plan. And they are achieving an eternal glory that far outweigh them all. Amen and amen. A reading from today from a... A book sent to me by Les Alcana, actually a page, a picture of a page. It's a meditation book. 
But uh, it says something about nurturing. Many of us have been so deprived of nurturing that we think it's silly or self-indulgent. Nurturing is neither silly nor self-indulgent. It's how we show love for ourselves. That's what we're striving for in recovery. A loving relationship with ourselves that works. So we can have loving relationship with others that work. When we hurt, we ask ourselves that we need to help us feel better. When we feel alone, we reach out to someone safe without feeling that we are a burden. We allow that person to be there for us. We rest when we're tired, eat when we're hungry, have fun or relax when our spirits need a lift. Nurturing means giving ourselves gifts. A trip to the beauty salon or barber shop, a massage, a book, a new jacket or a new suit or dress. It means a long hot bath to forget about our problems and the world for a few moments when that would feel good. We learn to be gentle with ourselves and to open up to the nurturing that others have to offer us. As part of nurturing ourselves, we allow ourselves to give and receive positive touch, touch that feels appropriate to us, touch that is safe. We reject touch that doesn't feel good or safe and is not positive. We learn to give ourselves what we need in a gentle, loving, compassionate way. We do this with the understanding it will not make us lazy, spoiled, self-centered, or narcissistic. Nurture people are effective in their work and in their relationships. We learn to feel loved by ourselves so much that we can truly love others and let them love us. Today, I will nurture myself. I will also be open to the nurturing that I can give to others and receive from them. Amen. And that is Elanon and AA and Good Common Sense. To, uh, to be happy, joyous, and free. Okay? As the world turns, God has it. God is in control. I just thank Him for what's around me. Because Matthew 6.14, this is yesterday's, um, it says, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Matthew 6.14. You know, in all my walk of... of um, that's the one I have the hardest time is, is to going back and forgiving others. So I had to go back to childhood and write everybody's name. If there was a little bit of smoke, I wrote their names. And then I lifted that envelope, put them in an envelope, and I lifted up to God in prayer for a long time till there was no more uh, unforgiveness or hurts, you know. When I saw the person and I did not act uh, in any way negative, that sub uh, enthusiastically I greeted the person because I didn't have any more snags in my soul against the person, you know. And I remember it works wonders. When I allow, this is from Saturday, December twenty sixth, yesterday. I free myself through the power of forgiveness. And forgiving yourself too, you can't nurture yourself unless you. I say, okay, Fernando, I thank you, God, that I'm a misfit. I messed up. Now, what are we going to do about it, God? Now, we're talking to God. Now, it is God who's responsible for us as a father 
who uh, orchestrates and moves our feelings around. Well, what we're going to do about it is, is, is forgive. Forgive the hard one. Write their names down on a piece of paper and forgive. And it says right here, I take comfort in the unconditional love of God and extend that love to everyone in my relationships, even my enemies, okay? Even the ones who hurt us the most, who took our wives, killed our kids, ransacked our homes, burned everything. I make a commitment to lovingly forgive so I am able to live more fully and freely. I also offer myself grace and forgiveness for my mistakes. There you go. And I try to learn from my missteps so I don't repeat my hurtful behavior. When I forgive others and myself, I let go of resentment and free myself from harmful and unpleasant feelings. Forgiveness may not minimize the impact of the damage done, but it releases me from holding on to pain. When I allow forgiveness to dissolve my negative feelings, I demonstrate my belief in God's unconditional love. My actions bring me into alignment with the truth of my spiritual nature, and I am free. Again, Matthew six fourteen, if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Amen. Matthew six fourteen. Enjoy. Have a great day. Give them heaven. Jesus calling us. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. He makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads us besides the still waters. The Lord restores our soul. He leads us in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, for the Lord thy God is with us. His rod and his staff, they comfort us. The Lord has prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. The Lord has anointed our head with oil, our cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy and loving kindness shall follow us all the days of our life, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen and amen. Wonderful prayer. If your mind is bothering you, slap it around with the Psalm 23. Punch it in the nose with Psalm 23. Be adamant. Be willing. Let us use our will in the right direction. No more self-pity, no more gossip from the neighbors. Just hit that mind with Psalm 23 and let it, you have a shepherd and we shall not want. That's a freebie today. Welcome to today's podcast, All the Way Live. Fernando coming to you, be reading Jesus Calling, January 29th, and a little bit of Jesus today. Uh, kudos to uh, Sarah Young. Make sure you pick up the book. We picked up a lot of the books and gave them away. You know, we're so excited. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing to be exhorted, uh, be inspired, uh, be loved by these writings. You know, the Lord loves us and in somebody's life to tell you how he loves us is wonderful. I love the material. Here we go. January 29th. Keep your focus on me, says the Lord. I have gifted you with amazing freedom, including the ability to choose the focal point of your mind. Only the crown of my creation has such remarkable capability. 
This is a sign of being made in my image. Let the goal of this day be to bring every thought captive to me. Whenever your mind wanders, lasso those thoughts and bring them into my presence. In my radiant light, anxious thoughts shrink and shrivel away. Judgmental thoughts are unmarked as you bask in my unconditional love. Confused ideas are untangible while you rest in the simplicity of my peace. I will guard you and keep you in constant peace as you focus your mind on me. And this is taken from Psalms 8, 5, Genesis 1, 26-27, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, and Isaiah 26, 3. And now this is not a coincidence. I did not read that before I said what I said about, I did not read it. So there's just been too many coincidences all the time. We know the Lord here is with us and he's got a message for us, you know. Uh, slap those thoughts like you're playing tennis, you know, with Psalm 23. Bam! Right over, right back to you. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We are victorious. We triumph in Christ Jesus through the, uh, hitting those thoughts with our prayers. Amen. Okay, I'm going to read another page from Jesus today. Um, it says, For us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9-6. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Philippians 4-13. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Proverbs 18.10 Amen. Learn to live from a place of resting in me. Since I, the Prince of Peace, am both with and within you, you can choose to live from this peaceful place of union with me. This enables you to stay calm in the midst of stressful situations. Be recentering yourself in me. We can deal with your problems together, you and I, so there is no need to panic. However, the more difficult your circumstances, the more tempting it is for you to shift into high gear and forget my peaceful presence. As soon as you realize you have wandered from your place of peace, return to me immediately. Call upon my name. For this reconnects you with me and helps you feel safe. Don't be discouraged by how often you wander from me. You are endeavoring to form a new habit. And this takes time plus persistent effort. The rewards, though, are well worth your effort. The more you turn to me, to our resting place, the more peaceful and joyful your life will be. Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he smile on you and lift up your countenance. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Act like it. Thank you for listening. Reading from James Harriet Dog Story. This is dedicated to my grandchildren in Las Vegas. We got David Jr., Devin, Daniela, and the new kid on the block that just came off the shoot about a year, year and a half ago, Donovan. All right. We have many stories here. We're going to go with the... Uh, there's 25 dog stories. No, 50 dog stories. 50 of them. We're going to go with the last one, number 50. It's called Dust Bin Dog, page 419. Okay, let's go to Dust Bin. The Dust Bin Dog. Now, this doctor was, uh, as you know, uh, James here is perhaps... He was very well known. He was fascinated by dogs. He was a dog doctor. What do you call those guys? Veterinarians? Veterinarians? It says right here that he loved the dogs. He was in England around 1920, 1930, 1940. Uh, as a young man, he went to school. He went to Grand and, uh, and he wanted to help big animals, but he ended up having a lot of fun working with cats and dogs, especially dogs. Here goes the story about Dustbin Dog. This is his 50th story. In the semi-darkness of the surgery passage, I thought it was a hideous growth dangling from the side of the dog's face. But as he came closer, I saw that it was a only a condensed milk can not that condensed milk cans are commonly found sprouting from dogs' cheeks, but I was relieved because I knew I was dealing with Brandy again. I hoisted him on the table. Brandy, you've been at the dustbin again. The big golden Labrador gave me an apologetic grin and did his best to lick my face. He couldn't manage it since his tongue was jammed inside the can but he made up for it by a furious wagging of tail and rear end. Oh, Mr. Harriet, I'm sorry, so trouble you again. Mrs. Westby, his attractive young mistress, smiled ruefully. He just won't keep out of that dustbin. Sometimes the children and I can get the cans off ourselves, but this one is stuck fast. His tongue is strapped under the lid. Yes, yes, I ease my finger along the jagged edge of the metal. It's a bit tricky, isn't it? We don't want to cut his mouth. 
As I reached for a pair of forceps, I thought of the many other occasions when I had done something like this for Brandy. He was one of my patients, a huge, lolloping, slightly goofy animal, but this dustbin raiding was becoming an obsession. He liked to fish out of a can and lick out the tasty remnants, but his licking was carried out with a such dedication that he burrowed his deeper and deeper until he got stuck in a can, his mouth, his tongue. Again and again, he had been free by his family or myself from fruit salad cans, corned beef cans, baked bean cans, soup cans. There didn't seem to be any kind of can he didn't like. I gripped the edge of the lid with my forcep and gently bent it back along its length till I was able to lift it away from the tongue. An instant later, the tongue was slobbering all over my cheek as Brandy expresses delight and thanks. Get back, get back, you daft dog, I said, laughing at him as I held the panting face away from me. Yes, come down, Brandy, Mrs. Westby hauled him from the table and spoke sharply. It's all very fine making a fuss now, but you're becoming a nuisance with this business. It will have to stop. The scolding had no effect on the lashing talk and I saw that his mistress was smiling. You just couldn't help licking Brandy because he was a great ball of affliction and tolerance without an ounce of malice in him. I have seen the Westby children. There were three girls and a boy carrying him around by the legs upside down and pushing him in a pram, sometimes dressed in baby clothes. Those youngsters played all sorts of games with him, but he suffered them all with good humor. In fact, I am sure he enjoyed them. Brandy had other idiosyncrasies, habits apart from his fondness for dustbin. A dustbin is the trash can. I was attending the West Westby Cat at their home one afternoon when I noticed the dog acting strangely. Mrs. Westby was sitting knitting in an armchair while the oldest girl squatted on the heart rug with me and held the cat's head. It was when I was searching my pockets for my thermometer that I noticed Brandy slinking into the room. He wore a furtive air as he moved across the carpet and sat down with, with studied carelessness in front of his mistress. After a few moments, he began to work his rear end gradually up the front of the chair towards her knees. Absently, she took a hand away from her knitting and pushed him down, but he immediately retarded his backward ascent. It was an extraordinary mode of progression, his hips moving in a very slow rumbo rhythm as he elevated Reading from James Harriet. Good morning. Welcome to today's reading. 
February 18th. Wonderful, 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 wonderful day. Let's thank God that we can move our toes, our joints, our ankles. Thank God for your back, your eyes, your ears. You're one of the lucky ones, one of the blessed ones. You can hear and see and articulate sound. We can sound off. We can enjoy music, good readings, laughter. February 18th, Jesus calling. I am with you. I am. These four words are like a safety net, protecting you from falling into despair. Because you are human, you will always have ups and downs in your life experience. But the promise of my presence limits how far down you can go. Sometimes you may feel as if you are in a free fall. When people or things you had counted on let you down, yet as soon as you remember that I am with you, your perspective changes radically. Instead of bemoaning your circumstances, you can look to me for help. You recall that not only am I with you, I am holding you by your right hand. I guide you with my counsel, and afterwards I will take you into glory. That is exactly the perspective you need. The reassurance of my presence and the glorious hope of heaven. Amen. Remember, we live for a purpose for some established purpose. And the problem is we get burned out on it. We do it too hard without balance. And they talk about us, we look bad. But be of good courage and he shall strengthen your hearts, all you who hope in the Lord. Waiting with hope is very difficult, but true patience is expressed when we must even wait for hope. I will have reached the point of greatest strength once I have learned to wait for hope. George Matheson, Matheson, Matheson. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Proverbs 18.10 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 To us, for us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulder. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9.6 
Learn to live from a place of resting in me, since I, the Prince of Peace, am both with and within you. You can choose to live from this peaceful place of union with me. This is, enables you to stay calm in the midst of stressful situations. By recentering yourself in me, we can deal with your problems together, you and I, so there is no need to panic. However, the more difficult your circumstances, the more tempting it is for you to shift into high gear and forget my peaceful presence. As soon as you realize that you have wandered from your place of peace, return to me immediately. Call upon my name, for this reconnects you with me and helps you feel safe. Don't be discouraged by how often you wandered from me. You are endeavoring to form a new habit, and this takes time plus persistent effort. The rewards, though, are well worth your efforts. The more you return to me, to our resting place, the more peaceful and joyful your life will be. Amen. So one of the ways to do is practice. Did you notice uh, the lady said that we're, or oh, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit said, we're uh, learning a new habit? You know, it's one of the reasons you write down, I will call upon the Lord. I will call upon the Lord and run to Him and be safe. Or I will call on the name of the Lord and run to it and be safe. You say, yes, Jesus, yes, Jesus, yes, Jesus, yes, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. I say yes to you, Jesus. I accept you, Jesus. I accept you, Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. We need an acceptance of our Savior and acceptance of His blessings. Will you believe that? We need to accept His blessings. Um, say, yes, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I receive it, Jesus. I praise you. Throw yourself out into the spirit realm, praising and thanking Jesus. Let go. Let God. Praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I can move my toes. I can move my ankles. I can move my wrists. Thank you, Jesus. I can move my back. I praise you and I thank you. I glorify you, Jesus. I give you praise. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Thank you for being my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for your promises. I say yes and amen. Yes and amen to your promises. Amen. You know, the Spirit of God is making connection with the the works of heaven. The Holy Spirit inside of us, Jesus Christ inside of us, the Father in heaven, is saying good words so we can be registered in heaven. That's the miracle of the Holy Spirit. Once they're registered in heaven, they come back down. So we have to initiate them. We've got to work ourselves up with the presence of the Holy Spirit like reading Psalms and Proverbs, reading one of Galatians, Ephesians, one of those books, and getting ourselves filled with the, stir the Holy Spirit, stir the, the gifts inside you. 
and then call on the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I say yes to your word, yes to your promises, yes to the sky, yes, Lord, yes, yes. Call upon the name of the Lord for 30 days, and then you will be doing it automatically. Your, your brain, your subconscious brain, will know that's the source of strength, power, and peace. And your, your directive, your front lobe, you're directing it to um, where it's going. And you'll stay there because of the benefits, because of the peace that it offers. Your subconscious mind will start praying automatically. Amen. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are our Father. We say, yes, Lord. Yes, Father. Holy is your name. Yes, we revere you. Revere you. We thank you. We praise you, creator of heaven and the earth. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great plan of salvation. Thank you that we are in your family. Thank you that your your kingdom come, Father. Hallelujah. Your kingdom has come, Lord. Your kingdom come for others, Lord. Your will be done, Lord. Your will, your instructions, your ways be done, Lord. Here on earth, in our lives as it is in heaven. Give us this day. Give us this day our daily Jesus, our daily bread of life. Hallelujah. That we may be strong and rejoice all the days of our lives. Forgive us of our wrongs as we forgive those who wrong against us. And we bless the ones who wrong against us. And we're thankful for the ones that wrong against us. And we rejoice, Lord, in hope and patience. And, Lord, we just pray that you will bless them, Lord, exceedingly, Lord. We pray for the ones that are having difficult times right now. And weather and health and loss of loved ones. We pray for them, Lord, that you will hold them and touch them. Lord, we lift up to you our enemies. Hold them and touch them and fix them up, Lord. Fix them up. And, Father, we thank you, Lord, that... You deliver us from temptation. You keep us from the evil one. Thank you, Lord. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Have a good day. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Psalm 31, 24. The cowardly and the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexual morals, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Revelations 21.8 See, the sovereign Lord comes with power, and his arms rule for him. See, his reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those who that have young. Isaiah 40, 10, 11. Be of good courage, and I will strengthen your heart. I want my children to be brave, not cowardly. 
In fact, the Bible contains warnings of dire consequences for the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers. When you are going through very tough times and there is no relief in sight, you usually start looking for a way out. These escapist longings stem from self-pity and a sense of entitlement. You think you deserve better conditions than your current situation, but when you think this way, you are ignoring my sovereignty over your life. Though your circumstances may indeed be painful and difficult, they are not worthless. So muster the courage to say yes to your life. Yes, yes, yes. Trusting that I am in control and I am with you in your struggles. Come to me with a courageous heart, hoping in me, and I will bless you in many ways. Moreover, I will multiply your small act of bravery. I will strengthen your heart. So say with me, yes, 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 Lord Jesus, yes. Yes to your ways, yes to your will. Yes, Lord, according to thy will be done. Yes, 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 Lord, we can do this. Strengthen me, Lord, with your presence and your goodness. Yes, yes, yes. It is impossible to praise or thank me too much. As it is written, I inhabit the praises of my people. Sometimes your adoration is spontaneous overflow of joy in response to radiant beauty or rich blessings. At other times, your praise is more disciplined and measured, an act of your will. I dwell equally in both types of praises. Thankfulness also is a royal road to draw near to me. A thankful heart has plenty of room for me. When you thank me for the many pleasures I provide, you affirm that I am God from whom all blessings flow. When when I, adversity strikes and you thank me anyway, your trust in my sovereignty is a showpiece of invisible realms. Fill up the spare moments of your life with praise and thanksgiving. This joyous discipline will help you live in the intimacy of my presence. Softly I announce my presence, shimmering hues of radiance tap gently on your consciousness, seeking entrance. Though I have all power in heaven and earth, I am infinitely tender with you. The weaker you are, the more gently I approach you. Let your weakness be a door to my presence. Whenever you feel inadequate, remember that I am your ever-present help. Hope in me, and you will be protected from depression and self-pity. Hope is like a golden cord connecting to to you to heaven. The more you cling to this cord, the more I bear the weight of your burdens. Thus you are lightened. Heaviness is not of my kingdom. Cling to hope, and my rays of light will reach you through the darkness. Amen. Let's go ahead and pray. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside the still waters. The Lord restores my soul. He makes me walk in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You have prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. 
Surely goodness and mercy and loving kindness shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Thank you.